This is the Living in Clarity Podcast. I'm Coach Ratner, and today we're going to talk about anxiety and self-esteem during a crisis because I don't know about you, but I'm not okay. I mean, I wake up every single morning with a pit in my stomach, and all I'm hoping for, all I'm praying to see is I wake up in the morning and I see that the IDF has rescued some hostages. I mean, even if they've rescued 10 or 20, at least I feel like, okay, there's hope. And right now we're all struggling. And it's okay not to be okay. You know, people normally say, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not okay. I'm not. I don't think anyone else in the Jewish world's okay. I don't think if, if you're living in Israel or living in California, I think you're not okay. I, I, don't, I don't say you're okay. We're all going through anxiety. We're all going through low self-esteem. We feel bad about it. You know, there's an idea called um, uh, hostage remorse. The fact of why am I not a hostage? Why didn't I get killed? Why, you know, I, I feel guilty about it. What can we do? So today, we're going to talk about some ideas to help you through low, having uh, high anxiety, having low self-esteem, what you can do to make yourself feel better, what you can do to make yourself a happier person. As my wife says, you know, God did not intend us to be a hostage. And I can't feel guilty about it. I can't feel guilty about the fact that I wasn't taken hostage. I can't feel guilty of the fact that I didn't have any loved ones who were killed, although everyone in my community, there's shivers everywhere in my, in my neighborhood for people that had relatives or close ones that were killed. But I can't feel, I mean, I have to move on with my life. I have to live. And I can't wake up every single morning with this heart. You know, you were going to feel bad for a while, but like with to do things and to make, to make ourselves feel better. I'm a mess. And I want to turn my mess into my message. You know, uh, we're, in a, we're like in this emotional prison right now. And we want to get out. And we will. We, we will get better someday. It's going to happen. This war is going to end. We will get the hostages back. We'll feel better about ourselves. But this darkness doesn't really exist. You know, when, when God created the world, he said there was darkness upon the depths of the waters. The darkness was there before creation, which means how can something be, exist before creation? Because darkness doesn't exist. Darkness is just an absence of light. We're just missing light in our life. You can take a dark room, completely black, pitch black, and light one little small match or one little candle, and the whole room lights up. Which means that we just have to bring some light into our lives. We have to do something that makes us happy as people. We have to, we have, and and, and it, it really takes, you know, work. It doesn't happen naturally. You have to bring happiness into your life. <clears throat> We're in a dark place right now. It's like a, a diamond that comes out of the ground. It's black and it's got carbon all over it. And you have to take the diamond and take it to a, to a diamond cutter. And he's got to slice it and cut it and cut it in such a right way for the fastest to allow light in to this diamond. When that, when that cut, diamond is cut the right way, it allows an amazing amount of light in, and that light reflects back out to the world. And right now, we need to reflect light back out to the world. We have to, we have to shape ourselves into a diamond. I mean, a perfect diamond, but one at least that can uh, bring light in. We're just, you know, right now, we're like that black diamond. we got to bring light into our lives. So I'm going to give you a few ideas today that can help to bring light back into your life. You know, one, one of the things that really is hard for many people, including myself, is, is watching the videos of the massacre. 
Now, I, you know, it's funny. I, you know, when I was younger, in my 20s and 30s, I'd watch, you know, horror flicks or, you know, movies that weren't so kosher. Maybe they were violent. I can't watch them anymore. Like, I can't watch any violent movies now that I'm much older. But that, if that's going to make you feel bad, you shouldn't watch it. I remember I saw by accident just a video of some Hamas terrorists coming through a southern neighborhood in South Israel. And they just, they, the dog, this little cute doggy walks up to them and they shoot him. I, I couldn't even watch that. Let alone g g killing babies and mothers. I, I just can't imagine it. So I have to control my exposure. If it's going to make you feel bad, don't watch it. You know, it's good to stay up on the news, but only so much. You can sit, I mean, like the first two weeks, in the first week, nothing was happening in this country because everyone's just nonstop on the Times of Israel, Jerusalem Post, Haaretz, whatever they're watching. CNN, whatever whatever news source you're watching, and it, it kills you. I twenty four news, it just kills you. It, it eats away at your soul. So you got to stay away from that. I remember, I would, I would try to find online some of my favorite scenes from movies that made me laugh, or made me smile, and I just watch them over and over again. That's one thing you could do to make yourself feel better. You have to do what you have to do in order to not have this anxiety. This is the Living in Clarity podcast, and I'm here at Faces International here in Jerusalem, where they're taking orders from soldiers, the families of soldiers, and displaced families here in Israel who need lots of supplies, need lots of help. Please donate today to facesinternational.co.il, and thank you so much for your support. my wife all the time yeah i gotta do things to make me happy i you know I, I like cooking i like good food actually i don't really like cooking i like good food so i cook so every day in my house i've been planning dinner like that's one of the things i do to to get through this i say to the kids and before we went for dinner tomorrow night they went tacos we went salad bar we went you know curry my kids are really good eaters i mean how many kids ask for curry and vegetables not many how many kids ask for a salad bar? One of our favorite dinners is like a salad bar. Like I, I make uh, I make my own croutons. I take all the leftover. Okay, now we're into a cooking class. But this makes me feel good. I take the little ends of those, you know, that you buy this bread here in Israel, great bread. And you take these little end pieces that are too small for sandwiches, and I freeze them. And when I get a big bag, I make my own croutons. I take them, and I cut them to, I, I toast them, and I come to little small squares. I, you know, uh, chop a lot of garlic and I just put a ton of olive oil and garlic and heat them up for a minute. And they're delicious. And that's one of the staples of my salad bar. I make salmon, hearts of palm, avocados, carrots, cucumbers, lettuce, whatever we got in the fridge. My kids love that. And it's healthy. So I plan that in advance. I do, you know, I plan the night before. Tonight I'm making curry. I went out and got vegetables last night. We use squash and peppers. Kuzbara, which is uh, cilantro, which is funny. Cilantro is a funny thing. You don't love it. You hate it. I love cilantro. Basil. And so I make food. That makes me happy. That makes my kids happy. I'm struggling. I got to do things that make me not struggle. You know, I, 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 was, uh, I still am in the middle of writing a book, which will be out in 2024. I'm actually going to make it free to download on my, on my uh, web, website, coachrandom.com. The book's called Unloved, The 12 Strategies, the 12 Strategies to Cure Low Self-Esteem. Because everyone goes through low self-esteem. But now with this war, it's self-esteem and anxiety and depression, almost depression. 
We gotta, we gotta, we gotta battle it. <coughs> Excuse me, so I control my exposure. I, I, I don't, I don't watch the news that much. I just read the headlines once or twice a day. I do things that make me happy. Praying is very important. I pray. I go to Minion three times a day. I come to the Kotel every day. I'm, I teach here at Eshet Torah, and I go to the Kotel. I say Tehillim. Sometimes when I have time, I'll, I'll read a bunch of Tehillim, which are praises to God. You know, I'm trying to, trying to connect. And praying is a very important thing. You know, like meditation and prayer, whatever you do. Meditation is like, you know, thinking to yourself, thinking your own thoughts. Talking to yourself is meditation, but praying is talking to God. And praying does help. We all need to pray. And then exercise. Exercise is such an important part of our life. People don't realize that a lot of our happiness comes from exercise because, you know, we're not, in the olden times, we had to go out and fetch water from the river and we had to cut down and chop wood to make a fire and go kill an animal and, 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 and kill it and roast it. Like, we had to work in order to eat, just to survive. We had to build our own houses. And nowadays, you just call 1-800-DOOR-DASH and you get a pizza, whatever you want, just deliver your door. So we got exercise. We are, our brain produces serotonin, dopamine, melatonin, all these different things our brain produces, these happy drugs that we have in our life, that if we're not producing them, if we're not exercising, they're not going to get produced. God wants us to be happy. He wants us to have, take pleasure in the world. I mean, the first place God put man was a place called Gan Eden. If I ask people, okay, what does Gan Eden mean in English? The Garden of Eden. But Eden is just a transliteration of Eden. It's not really what it means. Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden, means the Garden of Pleasure. God put us here for pleasure. We're supposed to take pleasure in the world. And when you're going through anxiety and depression and low self-esteem, it's hard to take pleasure in the world. It's hard to take pleasure in anything. So you got to find what makes you happy and do it. Get rid of things. Control your exposure. Don't walk things that make you feel bad. Pray to God. Exercise. I mean, sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone to do things that make you happy. It's not so easy through these tough times. But eating food that make no, for me, food makes me happy. So eating food that, that I like a lot makes me happy. Exercising eventually makes you happy because your brain produces those drugs. And you want to deal with anxiety and self-esteem they're going through. We're going through a crisis. This is a crisis. It's a crisis of survival. You know, people like jokingly said last week, when America had to change our clocks back one hour, they said, let's change our clocks back to Journey 1948, 1938, excuse me. There's some truth to that. I mean, normally you wouldn't be nervous walking around New York or Washington or Miami or L.A. or Chicago or Denver with a yarmulke on your head. But nowadays, man, you're, you you got to be nervous. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. The world is upside down. The world is, is uh, the world's gone nuts. That's all I can say. So I want you to help your self-esteem. I want you to get rid of this anxiety. I want you to get out of this dark place. Remember, darkness does not exist. It's just basically our view of the world. We got to change our goggles, and we do that by getting rid of things that make us feel bad. Praying to a God, exercising. Do things that make you happy. And you'll do that. You'll be a lot happier person. Thank you very much. Also, I want to give a shout out to Faces International because I'm using their studio here today. 
based international is an organization here in Jerusalem that is helping helping these displaced families here in Israel with needs that because not all of them are getting paid by the government. They're helping with families whose husbands or sons have gone to war and they're helping the soldiers themselves. They're helping taking orders here at this this uh, facility here in Jerusalem where they're taking orders for what people need, not what they think they want because everyone wants to send them brownies and cookies and no offense, but like, you know, soldiers can only eat so many brownies and cookies. But they take orders for what they need and they and they pay for them and they through funding, through donations, you to facesinternational.co.il and we can donate. And they need your donations. So please donate today. And thank you for listening to the uh, Living Clarity Podcast. And thank you for your support today. Thank you so much.